No, wait, should I set the timer? Okay. Hi, everybody. <laughs> uh, Sacred Rebels, Claire with Clairvoyant Psychic Medium. And oh, oh, we're backwards. Oh, yeah, we are. Erica. <laughs> yeah. We were, I was playing with Zoom and this popped up and we're like trying it out. So since it's an Aquarius full moon coming up um, tomorrow, isn't it? yeah <laughs> yes we're like fuck it let's do this so this is this is our Aquarius full moon update this week hello welcome everybody um last week was a doozy I say that every time yeah I mean but I, I'm not, in all honesty the astrology has just been whack for a while so I think we are okay we So I don't know what to talk about for last week. Um, what was going on last week? Was there anything that was a big change? I mean, we have Venus Mercury went into Virgo. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's a big reason as to why we have this background right now because I definitely just tore apart my whole shed. <laughs> How very Virgo. <laughs> nope. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I have no Virgo in my chart. So when Virgo energy comes in, I fully take advantage of it. And it's going to be there forever right now. So, yeah, that's what I was going to say about it, too. Mercury will go retrograde in Virgo. So we're going to be we're going to be feeling that for the long haul. Yeah. When is it till? I'm going to look. <clears throat> you, you keep talking. <laughs> um, Like you're going to look at when the retrograde starts when mercury ends. comes out of virgo um what else let's see here was there anything else that happened last week or we just start with today i say we just start with today all right i don't, don't want to look back <laughs> yeah yeah we watched the barbie movie last week that was a big deal it was, was a magical moment oh really I would say for me, last week was very spiritual. And now that you brought up Virgo energy, I have Jupiter in Virgo in the 12th house. So I'm always getting 12th house lit up when we're in Virgo energy. October 5th. So yeah, long haul, guys. That's a long time for Mercury to be there. Ugh. And it's going to be, it's so much thoughts. It's so, it's overthinking, but it's good. Like today I'm like, oh, water damage happened in my shed. Okay, let me text the people that made the shed. Let me text the insurance company. Let's move everything. I oh, a tarot deck got ruined, guys. Really, really expensive. Don't make any more tarot deck, and I'm very sad about it. But hopefully, insurance will cover it. Um, it's just it's that quick. Mm hmm. Because it's in its home sign. But retrograde will happen. But that's not right now. So. Meh. When that when Mercury retrogrades in Virgo though, that's so hermit energy. Like that's like weird energy to the max. I pulled a card today on accident because I've been fucking around with everything in here, and the hermit card fell out. Mm -hmm. no, oh, it was sense. the deck. It was the deck that got ruined. That was that one. Oh, hmm. that's weird. Yeah. 
I don't, I, I'm okay with hermiting, but last week I didn't. I peopled like every day. Okay, let's talk about today. Actually, yeah, me too. Okay, so um, <laughs> today, Monday, July 31st. So the moon is currently in Capricorn and it's going to conjunct Pluto at about 8.30 tonight. And so I wrote down for this, like, okay, well, first of all, just to get into the regular astrology of it, the moon conjunct Pluto is very like deep, deep emotions, right? But then you add this Capricorn energy and it's like, again, we've talked about this a lot while Pluto's been in Capricorn, but it is these like worn out traditions, societal expectations, your views of success, your view of legacy, like these big deal items, I guess, you know, that are kind of like purpose, also purpose, like what is your purpose? But then also in the human design world, it's in gate 60, which is all about limitations. And um, the, I guess like the, the lesson within this is to like use optimism and gratitude so that way you can focus on the things that are working and release whatever is not working. And I think that starting today, we're in the releasing energy, you know? So like, yeah. What do you have to say about that? <laughs> um, I just love that you were basically saying, and I just fucked up my light, Ugh. but you, how you were like, Oh, this is so good. And then it's, then it's limiting also like, um, I don't know. It, uh, okay. There's so many things that always come up whenever I think of Capricorn moon. And my favorite is always the meme one that we see of Kelly from the office where she's just like, it's a Capricorn moon. And she just has this like ugh, face. Um, <laughs> The amount of nerding out that I have done over this alien shit that's going on right now. I've never done that before. I've never got into alien. Like I sent something to Critty and Critty was like, don't ever send me alien stuff. I was like, well, why? And she's like, no, it gives me too much anxiety. I can't do it. I, so that shows you like I've literally never done it before and never got her to respond like that. So, um, Basically, what I want to say is the something's changing. The world is changing and it it it's I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about that because <laughs> it's not like I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, so scary, you know, but like it's change. Change is scary. And like Pluto is change in transformation on a societal level because of its station in Capricorn right and we're ending that cycle before it goes into Aquarius and I think that right now we could be I think it's going to be like our emotions kind of come into sync with this with this particular energy of Pluto and it's like what you have all of these feelings about what your purpose is about what you want to be known for about the kind of life you want to live about what you're leaving behind when you die so this is also like for moms thinking about future generations and your children and stuff like that and the limitation part really makes me think of like i love how you use the alien 
thing to kind of tie this in because it's like even that is a good example they're trying to get some information or some truth out about aliens and what's in the way you know the government these old worn out traditions these old worn out rules like so i think that we are going to be faced with that today and tonight and also too pluto is still squaring the nodes of where we've been where we're going we're leaving behind people pleasing and fairness and balance so we can face and confront the things that need to be faced and confronted you know and also today mars is making a trine to jupiter which will kind of continue throughout the week and mars is currently in virgo and jupiter is in taurus and so we have some sync up earth energy going on here between like our drive and our motivation and what we're learning about and where we're expanding our mind and abundance and stuff like that so like that's good it's just what's in the way and that's why i think i said here too that the lesson for today is to use things like optimism and gratitude like yes there are all these limitations there but what are you grateful for what is already working how can you lean into that instead of instead of trying to push your energy into places where it's just not going to fucking work you know that's a limitation that's an obstacle that's a block you know work with the things that are not blocks Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess my, I obviously am just having a whole download of like what that fully means for me. And, um, like, (laughs) okay, I'm going to, I'm going to just take it a little tangent here. Uh, but the thing is, is that I'm thinking is, um, we probably will have about like five or six more baby ducks that I need to be bringing inside. Um, Oh, last, the last podcast, I had the kitten kitten got rehomed from the critty came, got the kitten, the kitten distribution, whatever thing on TikTok, which I didn't know was a thing until now. Um, so all of this, all of that magical stuff happens, but now I have somebody that is interested in the ducks possibly. So that is exciting. Um, but I have felt lately, like I don't have any place in my house that is like mm, my hideout, which is a good thing because my hideout became depressing. <laughs> Oh, Capricorn. Your little Claire's room area. Yeah, because my my so my little Claire's room um now is a nursery and now there's like a ton of fucking animals in there and it smells so bad. I can't even like spend time in there because it smells so bad. Uh I have realized that I think it has something to do with the wood shavings and it's fucking with one of the cats' eyes too. I said that weird cats' eyes. <laughs> But, but yeah, so anyways, the uncomfortableness making me now focus out here to in the long run, this is going to pay off because I mean, in August, we're going to have people in here big time. Like the shed needs a little revamping. I have shit in here from, oh my God, you know, like I used to just store stuff in here because we didn't have storage in the last house. So (laughs) there's a lot of change is what I'm trying to say. And that's the change that I needed to be focusing on in my business. And that's what just popped into my head. So yeah. there we go. Aries making it about me. No, I think that, <laughs> that that kind of sums it up to a really good mantra, you know, like 
I'm so grateful for all of these things that are working good in my life right now. And all the things that are not, you know, I haven't figured it out yet. I'm releasing that. That's up to the universe. You know, solutions will come down the road. But today I'm going to put my mind on the things that are working. Yeah, I definitely recommend doing a meditation today because that was fucking needed for us. Because yeah. um, we needed some grounding. But the moon is in Capricorn. But all the but all the other Earth energy is all fucked right now. No, Mercury. Are we shadow? No, not quite yet. Um, no, I would say Earth energy is pretty good because you got Uranus so and Jupiter, Taurus, Moon okay. in Capricorn. But I mean, except for the Pluto thing, right? Like, yeah, and that's that's kind of a big deal. And I think that's also the cardinal energy getting fucked with that that uh, energy of oh. like start something, start something, start something, you know. And we're kind and of we can't. Getting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh so, yeah. Okay, so wait, uh, one more last thing. Okay. So when you, w- that goes back into my normal thing that I do, how very, like, whatever. Um, when I can't start something, that's my Aries moon where I'm just like, okay, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. I, I rearrange things. I make a room, a different room. I remodel something. I do whatever. So everything you just said, whatever you have right now, how can you be grateful and make it better? whatever for you yeah it's like what you just described really really makes sense like you know like I think of it as like if you're trying to paint a picture and you know how sometimes you're trying to paint a picture and you hit that point where you're just like it's not just work like you get start getting frustrated it just looks like shit to you you need to stop you know it's like okay I need to stop and then I'm gonna go oh hey look that painting over there I worked on last week I was doing really good over there like let's go work on that for a while to give myself a break from the things that are not working start putting my focus into the things that are working you know like yes So ADHD people, time to maybe go through some doom piles. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's next? Okay, Tuesday, August 1st. This is going to be a big day. This is the full moon in Aquarius. And here in Nebraska, that'll be at about 1.30 p.m. Um, when we think of that pull I guess between like the sun a full moon is when the moon opposes the sun right so sun is in Leo moon is in Aquarius um when we think about that duality Leo is really all about like how it stands out and how it expresses itself and how it is different right and then Aquarius is more about the collective it's like what is everyone doing to come together how can we be a better group how can we be a better community a better society like it's more um yeah group focused as to where leo's more like leadership right so it's like leadership is leo aquarius is teamwork and now we're releasing all of the aquarius energy well not all of it but we're releasing the aquarius energy that no longer works so we can do better at attaining the leo energy and i also really think it's cool to point out too since we've been having these full moons before the new moons um it'll like i feel like it almost is like like a what can what can you release so that way you can really manifest the things within this energy so if we're really trying to work on and manifesting our creativity our expression our ability to be seen our ability to stand out then what in the collective 
perspective is getting in the way of that, right? Like, where do you feel invisible? Why do you feel invisible? Um, what kinds of like friendships just aren't working out? What groups are you participating in that aren't working out? You know, like, do you morally align with the, um, like, I think of like, even like causes, like, nonprofits or social justice groups or like any kind of thing like that, any kind of movement or collective idea. This could even be like political parties, you know, like all those kinds of things. What's not working anymore? What needs to be released in these areas of your life? And I've got more to say about that for the human design section, but I'm going to pause and let you talk. Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> so like we could literally say like this full moon could be like a falling of the patriarchy like it totally like that could be the uh you know but who the fuck knows I mean that's the or at so least on the plan the you know because like I said Pluto is in the last degrees of Capricorn mm -hmm. at the beginning of the year Pluto is going to be in Aquarius so this is the full moon before that right so we're also kind of looking at that wow um it's so interesting because um my I guess I've been in, apparently I've been on a TikTok binge these past couple of days because that's all I want to talk about right now um but <laughs> collective <laughs> yeah uh, very queries, but, um, a lot of the things have been okay. Yeah. All these aliens are happening, but we can't pay our bills. So that's what we actually care about. Like everybody is saying the same fucking thing. Every single person is like, yay, we have aliens. Oh, I can't pay my fucking rent. That's what I care more about. I don't know if this fucking alien is going to pay my rent, then we'll fucking talk, you know, like, so that's the fucking weird thing of, this moon that it could definitely be like we've what we can't trust the government at all like how are we supposed to like how are we figuring this out now like what do we need to do different who can we talk to whatever work with like can join up people wise yeah but the main thing is like we can't deal with them anymore. Like when it comes to government trust and blah, blah, blah. Like, God, I know that I'm saying this and I feel like I'm going to get flack for it, but whatever. Um, it, it's the fucking truth guys. Like we have absolutely terrible healthcare system. 100%. Like one, nobody can fucking afford anything right now. I've watched so many goddamn TikTok videos of people saying that right now we should be making, I think it was $95,000 a year. $95,000 a year. I think well, are you talking about is. the one where it compared it to the Great Depression? Yeah. Yeah, it was like if we made like close to a six-figure income, we would still be considered in the Great Low Depression. Problem. Yeah. 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 Okay, thank God that you fixed that because I would have fucked it all up. But like... <laughs> But it's just insane. And I look at things like this and I'm doing stupid fucking things to make myself feel better in this time, which is like, I want to buy Timu stuff. I want to buy random fucking crystals. I want to go blah, blah, blah. Like these are short term little like Aries energy that is like, I need now, I need now, I need now. Um, but I know it's not working anymore. 
So I don't know why I just shit that all out, but like, that's, that's where I'm at big time with this. I love that you said that. I really do. Because actually that's what I was going to say as well, is that a lot of these things, well, first of all, let's just address the fact that people are talking about like, I don't give a fuck about aliens because I can't pay my bills. How Pluto is going through Capricorn into Aquarius is that, you know, it's like, oh, I would love to look ahead, you know, but I can't even get past, like we're all in survival mode because the patriarch is already falling. Like Pluto through Capricorn has been destroying the patriarchy in a very low, like long drawn out, kind of way yeah fucking terrible you know? a little yeah. covid in there while we had it too god and trump <laughs> and then also saturn too you know saturn through capricorn into aquarius and now in pisces like a lot of this is us feeling this big change coming in but we're so exhausted from what we're leaving behind so I think the biggest deal, though, with this Aquarius moon, back to what you just said, is that sometimes we look at all of that stuff, like you just said, we could be scrolling on TikTok and being like, oh, my God, the world is fucked. I just need to make myself comfortable so I can cope with the fact that the world is fucked. But it's hard for us to sit and ask ourselves how we play a part in that collective fucked upness and how we can kind of stand in our own integrity, even if everyone else is still being fucks. You know, like how, like what part do we play in it? I guess, because people really don't want to look at that. They don't want to look at their part in the collective because it seems like such a big thing that they can take that responsibility off of themselves. So is this the like ripple thing? Is this where I could tell that that little story of like the family, the town? Yeah, actually, that would be good for right now. Okay. So I think that this is what we need to be focusing on is this thing. So, um, and it makes sense because of the Aries energy now that I think about it. So let's go back to the fucking basics, back to the beginning, fucking Aries energy. How do you take care of yourself? Aries, how do you take care of yourself? That needs to be first and foremost, what you need to be focusing on, how you take care of yourself then goes to how you take care of your family. And then the family goes to how they take care of their, the city that you guys live in. And then the city, once everybody's taken caring and loving in the city, then that goes to the state. And then the state goes to the country and the country goes to the world and whatever. So all of this is a ripple effect. We all do play a part in this. Every single person. We could fucking say we're in a simulation. We could go all goddamn conspiracy theory, aliens, what the fuck ever. But the main thing is back to the goddamn basics. Let's get back to Aries energy. How the fuck are you taking care of yourself? Mm. Okay, while you said that, I'm going to go into the human design part of this because this adds another layer to exactly what we're talking about. So this full moon is also happening in gate 19. And gate 19 is in the root chakra, I believe. Yeah, it's in the root chakra. And so it's about wanting, like they call it the gate of wanting. It wants the support of its community. It's a very like community based thing. So it also said in here that like sometimes since it's 
such a collective high, it's a highly sensitive gate. Okay. So basically it senses the collective dude. This is also where my Saturn is. Like, this is like why it's touching on my is chart. Is this there. the gate that we were talking about in that party? Yes. This okay, is our, it. this is our gate actually. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Like, this is why Claire and I like tap into things because we're highly sensitive because we, we are, this. we are tuned. Okay. So now here's the downside of this. This is the releasing part. Okay. The releasing part is that because you're so sensitive that you can just shut down, you know, it's like shut down or the other side is also becoming codependent like wanting, 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 you know, the word wanting, like I need, I need this. I need this. I need wow. this. I need you. I need my support. I need my friends. I need the, I need my, like, so it's like going backwards from what Claire said with the ripple effect. It's like, you're not doing shit for yourself, but you're like, I need support from my community. I need a better family. I need better friends. I need, I need, I want, but like you aren't the work on yourself part is you not shutting down and staying open and vulnerable and being brave within that vulnerability. Because if you shut down, you block it all off from yourself. And that's like the downside of Aquarius energy and the downside of this gate. And I think what we really need to focus on releasing. And I also think it's anger. It's anger. Like what you just said about all these societal things, all these people are pissed because they can't even survive. Maybe you fucking write like the most angry ego centered letter to the fucking world to the government to the society to hey, all fuck. the times you've been oppressed just write it all fucking down fold that shit up three times and burn it under the full moon mm -hmm. <coughs> so this is something that has been coming up so much and i don't remember if i brought this up before and i have been having a very hard time lately remembering who the fuck i talk to about stuff or whatever did I bring up the Lord is my shepherd? I shall not want in the last podcast or one of the podcasts. Okay. <clears throat> so I used, I used to be a youth pastor. And um, when I was a youth pastor, this was about in 2003-ish, four-ish. So that long ago, 10, 20. <laughs> Ew, I'm so old. Okay. So, oh my God, that's so weird. 20 years ago. I just figuring out that I'm an empath in this time and I'm going to start this um, lesson for my youth group kids of the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And the basis of it is manifesting. And it is like, we got to let go in order to like, we don't need to be wanting things. Basically we don't need that want because that causes yucky juju basically so that's like what i understood from the my studies with the bible with that part i don't want don't fucking at me i don't fucking care um anyways when it comes to the lord is my shepherd i shall not want at this exact moment in my life i had gotten scabies are you sure i didn't talk about this pretty sure yeah okay well sorry if i did um 
So I had just gotten scabies. This is weird too, because this is um I I just met six in this exact moment of my life too. But I got scabies and I was in quarantine in at Grace University. Basically, like literally had to have my own bathroom stall. It said quarantine, do not enter scabies infested. You like stuff like that for my own shower. I couldn't, and my fucking dorm room is so small. And I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to have a TV because this is a Christian college, you know, and I just gotten a laptop, you know, those fucking thick ass things. Like I had, I'm like, yay, a laptop. And it like, I was glued to it. And like all through this time. Okay. Wait, pause. I got feelings happened. Where was I at? What was I just talking about? The Lord is my shepherd. I okay. Not- so <clears throat> I had that happen. Then once my quarantine was over and scabies went away and I had, my car had to be in quarantine for a while and it was a brand new fucking car. It was fucking crazy. So anyways, um, all this stuff. And then I get to teach this lesson and I was so fucking pissed off that I had gotten scabies from work. The job that I had at Grace University, because this, I'm going to fucking out it because it's hilarious. If you guys know anything about Nebraska, the um, owner of the bay in Lincoln, which is a ginormous skateboarding company, whatever. Um, we went to Grace together and it was his fault. <laughs> it's not like he gave me scabies, but like he was the one that brought scabies to the boys d- dorms that we were um, cleaning and it was from a camp that he went to or whatever. It was a whole thing. So anyways, it was miserable. I had scabies in my belly button. Oh my God, it's so fucking uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> anyways, me not working in that time was the money that I was supposed to get when I went to my Cornerstone Festival, which was the festival that I went to every single year in Bushnell, Illinois. It was a big deal. So the ticket price was like, I think for like 125, 225 or something like that. And I was doing this lesson and I decided I have to practice what I preach and see if this works out and blah, blah, blah. So my anger was really fucking hard to let go of, of that whole scabies thing. Because not only did that happen, the first week that I got to go and drive, I fucking rolled my car. So just got a brand new Focus, had a sunroof. First time I've ever had a sunroof in my car. I've still never had one. And it was a brand new car and whatever. And I rolled it. So I didn't have a good car. Ended up having to go back to like a fucking van or something back then. Like just so many things happened because of scabies. And I had to let all of it go. And I had to say like, I'm letting this all go. I'm forgiving myself. I'm forgiving everything that's going on. I don't need and want to go to Cornerstone, but that is why that anger was happening to me. And I remember that whole, I remember telling all the kids the explanation, everything like that. And then the day after that, I got a cashier's check in the mail from somebody in Ashland. I have no fucking idea, no idea for the exact amount for the, and I didn't tell anyone I was doing this. This is all me. The exact amount of the ticket. So there, it is such a fine line. And I know that it has a lot to do with me being a very Taurus manifesting Venus, whatever person. 
but the want that we have as Americans right now, Aries energy that's going to be fucking dip flapping all over the place, you know, dick flapping. I said dip. So <laughs> yeah, that energy is going to be like, oh my God, I want it all. I want everything. I want this team order. I want to do this. I want to, you know, um, but let's go. Let's like, what's your legacy? Where are you? What are you the fucking doing? What is really going on? There's aliens have there's too much. Just just chill. You know? So the want thing is the you gotta let go of that anger because the media is making us think that we want everything. And in reality, we don't fucking need anything. I got fucking apples and pears my mom is yelling me about that are breaking my trees outside. I have shit here. Mm. I'm done. Yeah, as soon as you did kind of like a Jesus take the wheel minute, you learned that everything was going to be okay, you know, and that's a big lesson of the collect for the collective consciousness right now, too, with all the Pisces energy that we are also getting, you know, and I'm going to talk yeah. about that, too, with this full moon. Um, but two real quick before I move on from there, just to read you out of this um, quantum human design book. Oh, my God by Karen Curry Parker. So for this particular gate, the lesson and challenge says, to learn how to manage being a highly sensitive person and not let your sensitivity cause you to compromise what you want and who you are. To learn to keep your own resources in a sustainable state in order so that you have more to give. To not martyr yourself to the needs of others. Fuck to yeah. To become emotionally intimate without being shut down or codependent. I think that's the biggest lesson too, is because what we're all, what you just described from seeing out there in the collective, it's true. Everyone is just building yeah. up more walls because of this. It's yeah. like, don't build up more walls. Learn how to live in balance with that. Continue to stay sensitive, you know, like stop trying to harden yourself and disassociate and shut down. Like, you know, that's the toxic side of Aquarius energy. Stay open, stay sensitive, but learn to like focus on, again, I think that that what we said about um, Monday is good for this, you know, focus on what is working and let go of what's not. Yeah. It's also high. It says it's deeply connected to the animal kingdom, which reminds me of what you said of what I told you, I guess, when we were talking about this particular gate um, with like the uh, kind of like doing like a little ritual thing if you're eating meat. Oh, yeah, because that's why it's just it's highly sensitive. It's connected, you know, so like so explain that explain that to people. So I um said that, like, you know, if you are a meat eater, basically, like you have this spiritual sense that like kind of like I think of like the Native Americans, how they they ate meat, they ate meat, they ate, they ate, oh. <laughs> they ate meat. Oh. Um, but when they did it, they did it in a very sacred way. You know, they honored the life of that animal and they made sure they used all of it. They weren't wasteful. They set little like plates down for their ancestors, you know? So, I mean, maybe that's something we can also incorporate into tomorrow and going forward of like how we can be more, I think it's how we can be more intentional with the collective. Again, mm. back to what I said at the beginning of this, you do play a part. You know, it is something that's way bigger than yourself, but you are a piece of it. So what kind of fucking piece do you want to be? 
You want to yeah. be the hardened, shut down, disassociative, codependent fucking piece? Or do you want to be the piece that's helping carry this whole thing into a better place? Oh, yeah. So also with this um, full moon, we have Mercury in Virgo opposing Saturn in Pisces. So that's where we're bringing in that energy as well. Um, I look at this as very critical. Like, Saturn, Virgo, you know, and then Mercury, like, I think that I think it's also very car karmatic, like Saturn in Pisces also reminds me of that. It's like when you're on your deathbed and you're looking back at your life and like how good you feel about it, you know, like, do you feel like you took as much responsibility of your life as you could? Do you feel like you, you know Why what I mean? Why did you say responsibility? I was not going Saturn. that way. Oh, I was it thinking takes... Pisces wise. Like, did you live life to the fullest? Yeah. Well, did you take spiritual responsibility for your life? Like, did you look at your life as this important sacred thing that was given to you? Did you ah. make the most of it? You know? Okay. Yeah. And then Mercury opposing that is like, where like this over, I want to say it's like this overcritical mind kind of being faced with that you know like yeah if you're beating yourself up it's like well maybe you're beating yourself up because you're not making the most of your life mm. maybe you're beating someone else up because you're projecting the fact that you're not making the most of your life maybe you're jealous maybe you're envious why are you envious is it because you're missing something in your life what are you missing are you missing sustenance are you missing morality are you missing collective are you what do you, do you want yeah what do you want i've really been doing that a lot lately like i don't i i don't fully know why i went on that long little fucking tangent about the want thing but like um i've had to so much be like I just want this. I don't need this. I just want this. I don't need this. Like I have to like do that right now. And I think it's because of that Aries for me, like chill the fuck out, Claire. You don't need to buy everything. You just bought a 12 foot skeleton. That's good. <laughs> well, I think, um, for you with this particular transit, it could be like, instead of saying like, I don't want this or I don't need this. I just want this. It could be like, I want this, but like, or like if I have, because I think of it as like, I have money to spend, you know, what am I going to spend it on? And then you think of all, all the things you want start to come up, you know, but it's like, okay, I, instead, maybe it's like, I have this much money. How can I best spend it? That's going to be like the best for me and my future and the collective and my, like what I'm trying to do with my life, you know? Yeah. Like, again, and I probably like plan it. Yeah. And plan it because we're in that Virgo energy. So if you need to budget, if you need to figure something else out. So like, yeah, for me, it's like, okay, I do, I have debt. I need to pay back people. I need to figure that out right now, you know? So I need to budget for that first. And then I can, I don't fucking care where my money goes. Well, yeah. I also too wrote down that, like when we talked about that, Jesus take the wheel part, um, Venus in retrograde. So that's money, you know, that's you planning what you're going to do with your money. That's perfect for that. And then we also have, uh, the South node, which is our past. Again, the things we're releasing super full moon energy and all of that is pointing to, um, Neptune, you know, Jesus take the wheel. Like uh, I think that 
like, yeah, you can plan. That's fine. But I'm also just saying that like, there's going to be this kind of equilibrium between that planning and that having faith. Yep. Going with the flow. Ooh, I read this thing about, um, I've been referencing this a lot lately too. Cause like every week I kind of try to deep dive back into the gene key side of human design. Yeah. Cause I don't want to lose that. And, um, at the beginning of it, when Richard Rudd is talking about contemplating, cause he wants you to like contemplate the meaning of all of the gene keys. And so he does this really cool thing where he explains the difference between meditation and concentration. So like meditation, he describes as like a river where you're just like allowing it to flow to you. You're not trying to control anything or focus on anything. You're just receiving right as to where concentration is more like yoga where you're really trying to focus and concentrate, but you're like, you're taking Look all of that outward. low energy and fine, mm -hmm. fine tuning it or pinpointing it, you know? And he's like, contemplation is somewhere in the middle of that. You know, it's being a little bit focusy, but also flowing. Ah. It's learning how to kind of dance. It's being in rhythm. And I think that that's the big thing about where we're at right wow. now. This is a very Aries thing to say right now, but I I think I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, you are. You're okay. very in the moment. That is one thing that, like, I remember I thought this about my mom, too. Like, when she passed away and I was trying to think of what I really admired about her, it was that same thing. Like, just the ability to kind of, like, be decisive. I think it's decisiveness. Oh. It's like, yeah, because I think of decisiveness as that. And I remember I was like, yeah, you know, my mom didn't always make the, the best decisions, but fuck, at least she made a decision. I yeah. suck at that. You know, like, I will overthink the hell out of it. Um, so I think that's a good, I think it's a good quality and like, let's play around with it, you know? Yeah. How weird too, because that's a song that was stuck in my head. And that was the whole meaning behind it was that I had that, uh, if you guys want to look it up later, it's youth by Troy Sabin, something like that. So how about it? <laughs> It just got stuck in my head so much and I had to like, and I'm so glad, like we had a break, like we were together and we were talking and then we broke apart for a while. I was fucking blaring it and like over and over. I'm in one of those moods again. Oh, I love that creativity's back Ooh. in the world again. Yeti, I got more to say about <sighs> that too, I think. Um, I don't know if I'm there yet, but like- okay. Just to kind of finish up full moon, because this is going to take a big yeah, chunk- Yeah, we don't have a fucking back. timer up, guys. This is going to be- Oh, I thought we one. did. Oh, well. I have it going. Okay, good. What are we at? I can't see it. 41 minutes. Fuck. Okay, let's go. Next. Okay, so also to, so I said that about the point to Neptune. Um, I wanted to point out also that during this full, full moon, the Mars is, Mars is still trining um, Jupiter. And human design side of this is like where Mars is at gatewise, 64, is a lot about confusion of the past. It's like thinking about your life, about the past and being like, I'm so confused. Why did this happen this way? Why did that happen that way? Like you're having these flashes kind of pop up and you're just like, what does it mean? What does it mean? You know, and yeah. we, you yeah. get that yeah. a lot, right? 
And um, then Jupiter, though, right now is in gate two. And again, this is feminine, receptive energy. So this is like you not trying to control it. When these things pop in and you're wondering why the fuck things are going the way that they're going, stop. Just like be open to whatever the fuck could happen in the future. You know, like be receptive, be vulnerable, be sensitive, like allow yourself. And I think that I really wanted to pound that in more than anything yeah. because that is so Everybody's what I scared. feel like the collective yeah. needs. We're all becoming hardened. What is the word that I'm looking for? Like hardened? Fearful. We are beautiful, but why are we no, like- No, I did not say ourselves? beautiful. I oh. said fearful. Oh, fearful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not really hardened. It's just a fucking shell. Cause on the inside, everybody's a big baby. Yep. It's like armor. Mm. Pisces energy, Pluto energy sheds that fucking shit. Oh yeah. Blast off. Right. Because mm -hmm. Leo energy, Leo Venus in retrograde is here to remind us that underneath that armor is a very beautiful, unique gem of a soul that is so like you are here for a reason and you play such a special part in this whole world and you are so amazing and you should just take pride in that and like all of that, right? Right? I'm just laughing because the whole time you're just like saying all these amazing words and I'm like, underneath it all like my brain goes to Shakira and I when you said that I was thinking of no doubt like you're really lovely no it's a Shakira underneath it all hang on I gotta look it up <laughs> <clears throat> underneath your clothes underneath your clothes yeah. underneath your clothes there's an endless story you've never <gasps> heard that no but that that fits and that's weird because my boyfriend has been going down this shakira rabbit hole because he grew up listening to all of her songs in spanish because oh, like yeah. his puerto rican family yeah. is really into shakira oh well this is your mom again there we go this song fits perfect with this so like yes there's so much more underneath it Oh, it's a really good song. You should listen to it later. Okay, anyway. And also, too, I've been thinking, like, how... Okay, that's why we are also bothered by the hermity energy. Because I've also been having this come up a lot with my clients, with myself, with especially other reflectors, which reflectors are reflecting the fucking collective consciousness. So it makes sense. Everyone's been so hermity for a few years, you know? Yeah. Like, and I think that we're kind of reaching this, like, we're sick of it. You know, like we're sick of feeling lonely. We've all felt so lonely for so long now. Like we need to Ugh. face the collective conscious. Like, we need to face the collective. We need to get back out there. We need to be more connected with our communities. And in order to do that, we have to take the guard down, be vulnerable, you know, not be so Feel the fear and do it anyways. Yeah. yeah. It's so true. Like, I mean, you turn the news on right now. Florida, there's fucking leprosy. Don't go to Florida. Oh my God, there's aliens outside. Like, there's shit everywhere. That's the way it always is. It is. We just have too much exposure. And if we sit inside all by ourselves, all alone, and allow the news to tell us to hate our neighbors, 
Yeah. What's going to get solved? We're just going to get further divided. Yeah. As to where, you know what? If And I'll, I'll be the first to say I am really like politically, I'm very liberal, you know, but like, I don't stop that. I don't let that stop me from having a conversation with the Republican, yeah. you know, from sitting down and just being people. We're both just fucking people. Mm-hmm. And none of us are going to fix any of these problems in the world if we keep just fighting meaningless fights with each other instead of coming together and getting some real shit done. <sighs> That's it for the full moon, guys. Oh, also, this is a super moon and it's a blue moon. We're going to have this a- one's the blue moon or the one after is the blue moon. Aren't they technically both blue moons? I thought that they would. Yeah. Aren't they both blue moons? Because it's basically just two full moons occurring in the same month. So we have one at the beginning and one at the end. So I think they're both, I would say they were both super full blue, super blue full moons. (laughs) It's the second one. Oh, it is? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and it's also on the first of the month though, too. So like, you know, if you do your first of the month, I just see tomorrow as being very ritualistic. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the whole blow my cinnamon in the front door. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm going to make my angry list and I'm going to probably go drive out to the country. Cause also guys, Come over. like I'm an Aquarius moon. I'm going to sit underneath that bitch, burn my letter to the Come world. Here. Oh, I got the kids though. Oh. All right. Yeah. Okay, okay, what's next? Okay, so Wednesday, August 2nd, the moon is still in Aquarius. Um, and at about 5 p.m., it's gonna oppose Venus in retrograde. Um remember, Venus in retrograde, human design wise, is about saying yes. Remember jumping into the unknown. Okay, I knew about that. that. Yeah. Okay. So and then I looked up where the gate will be is at 30, which is about like passion. So I think this is going to be you finally fucking saying yes to the things that ignite passion within you. Even if it's scary, even if you don't know how it's all going to work out, you know, just fucking say yes. Yep. That person that you've been kind of eyeballing, you're like, ooh, I would love to be friends with that person. And then they invite you over and you think, oh, no, I can't do this. Like, no, stop. Say yes. Do it. Okay. Okay, that explains why we took so long on Monday and um Yeah, the rest is gonna yeah, be the rest gonna be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and then on Thursday, Thursday's a little bit more big. So Thursday, August 3rd, the moon then is gonna move into Pisces and conjunct Saturn at about 7 a.m. Um, this is again back to faith. Faith in the faith in the possibilities, faith in the the abundance of spirit. You might not be able to physically see abundance around you, but at least you could recognize that spirit is abundant. It's infinite. The possibilities are limitless. When you think, when you zoom way out on your life and into the whole grand scheme of everything going on in the universe, the potential is, even even if the world burns to the ground, (laughs) on fire, and everything is doomed here, we are still just one fucking planet. You know, like spirit is limitless. It is infinite. It goes on and on and on beyond our own comprehension. So at least have faith in the abundance of that. Okay. I don't know why that was. That was big. Good job. What the hell? Okay. So also, uh, <laughs> I think too that like, that's what I was going to talk about the acoustics because once 
once it reaches Saturn in this gate 55 thing, I think we're going to be feeling this. So first of all, that's in the emotional center. So after this release of the full moon, and then you kind of get more in touch with your emotions here, I put listen to music because it's a very acoustic placement. So it's like Wednesday. This is Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday. Okay. So this is like feeling the vibes basically. And I think that you should control that where you want it to go. If you feel like you're still really needing to release things in your life, like maybe it's a breakup you went through or someone you're grieving or like whatever the fuck it is, maybe listen to music that takes you on that journey. You know, listen, like sit and curate a playlist for yourself of songs that are going to help you really feel those emotions that you need to feel so you can get through it. It's like a healing journey kind of thing. Or if you're on the other side and you're like, you know what, I've been doing way too much fucking healing and sifting. I just want to feel happy. Put on some happy music. Put on some creative music. Like let the music kind of guide you that day. Ooh. Because I think that we all really need to just be feeling it. We need yes. to be like we cut that thing up to be vulnerable. You know, like you said, we took the shell off. We took the armor off. Now in that new baby vulnerable skin, how can you kind of ride the wave of that? Wow. Uh, Mars is still trining Jupiter, but then it's also going to start, Mars is also going to start making a sessi square to Pluto. And so motivation passion wise drive wise it's kind of like driving with the brakes on you know like you want to drive but like pluto like all of this like reverse transform kill off die like oh like all of that in the way is kind of just like like start go or start stop i feel like it's like haters hater feel oh yeah like where's going and I mean, yes, it's not like as fast as we want it to be, but like that feel, the break feel to me is a very haters feel. Why? What is that? Break because of Leo feel? energy. Ah. It's like, it's like when you're finally stepping into your authenticity, <clears throat> taking the spotlight, taking up space, being the center of attention. Yep. Guess what? And remember when I said that about this Virgo energy, that overcritical shit? Think of that, guys. Like, if someone is being overcritical for you standing in your fucking authority, they're probably envious because they're not doing that for themselves. So if you're also being critical of others, you're envious because you're not doing that for yourself. You know? Like, yeah. <sighs> and that was a big... Like, I have a shitload of Aquarius placements, guys. And I have my Chiron and Leo. So what, I, what just pooped out of my mouth is a lot of the lessons in my life really it's yeah. it's me being um like your actually, true yeah. self yeah you know what i'm gonna do this since we're doing this like this is like me always feeling like I needed to be that collective being the one that's like, like not taking up room or not taking up space. And like, I felt very ignored all through my childhood. And then that kind of like, that was my identity, like being invisible became my identity. You know what I mean? And like, I mean, shit, like I have always been faced with that. If I start to try to take up space or try to get attention, like even me running my business has been really big for this because I have to take, I have to take up space. I have to ask for attention. I have to put myself in the spotlight. And then, you know, I'll get a shitty comment saying like, Erica, you're so egocentric, you know, you need to get off your high horse and stop talking. Like, you know, but like, Fuck off! 
Yeah, the healing journey through that is like, it doesn't matter. If I'm invisible, people are going to fucking hate that. And if I take yep. space, people are going to fucking hate that. So just yeah. do what feels good to you and stop worrying about what everyone else thinks or what everyone else is doing, you know, or how you're going to appear to Peace others. Peace was never an option. Peace was never an option. You're shedding that Libra. Mm. And being more vulnerable, you know, yeah. like... And allowing yourself to be. Yeah, that's a lot. So uh, the reason why I feel like I can uh, maybe disconnect from this energy a little bit more is my son is my only thing in Aquarius and I have nothing in Leo. So um, I am very, more, I'm more Pisces. I'm more uh, Scorpio, you know, more Taurus energy. Um, so yes, I have the fixed energy and I have all of that, but that Aquarius energy for me is awkward at times. Um, like that's why I was saying earlier with the whole aliens thing. Like, I don't even, I feel weird fucking talking. Like I, I'm not. So when I hear you say that you blended in as a kid, that's so strange to me because that is the number one thing. Oh, but I have a Scorpio South node. What is your South node? Cancer. You had to raise yourself. My Scorpio, yeah. my Scorpio South Node was like, well, let's be weird as fuck. <laughs> I think I wanted, like, of course, all my Aquarius placements made me want to be weird, though. You yeah. know, like I love to be eccentric and like yeah. different and weird, and I love all things that are that. But I think that I think that what you just said about the awkwardness is a good point too, though. Like Leo energy is like showy i guess in a way and it's like confident you know as to where like i guess aquarius energy is kind of triggered on the other side of that like aquarius people are trigger triggered by leo people because it's like oh you just need to take up all the spotlight you fucking attention hog like this is about the group this is about the community you know what i mean and then we then aquarius is kind of take the same high horse with their intelligence where they're like i'm so much smarter and like i can see what everybody needs and like what the big picture is you know but the thing is is mm. that whatever the, their big idealistic things are never get heard because of that yeah. awkwardness because of that oh. right yeah why is so much of me wanting to like reject the fact that you're saying invisible? So I definitely know that like my mom, sorry, mom, I'm not, whatever. My, I got told a lot. Why don't you just try to blend in? Why don't you try to be invisible? Like I got told that a lot too. I purposefully would try to do the opposite of that. So did I. And even now to this day, my family will look back at my childhood and say that I was so rebellious and I was born yeah. arguing and it was just so like I was always fighting against the green. You know what I mean? But that doesn't Sacred mean rebel! That I... <laughs> right. But that doesn't mean that like, even though we tried, that shit was still taken around in the back of our head. So every time, like, I think of it as like, Every time I got picked on or bullied or embarrassed, that came back of like, damn, my mom was right. I should have just tried to blend in. I shouldn't have done that. You know, I should have just stayed invisible. I would have been better off. I've literally never had that thought in my head ever until this moment right now. 
because you got to oh. think we're talking about moon Aquarius right now, you know, like sun Aquarius is a little bit different. Like, so like my sun and my moon are in Aquarius, meaning that this is also how I feel, you know, I feel that way. I feel invisible. I feel awkward. I feel like, you know, all of those things. And so I think that like, we're talking about that because we're going to a full moon there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, guys, sorry if this one's a weird one, but we're going off all over the place. <laughs> um, wow. Okay, so okay. back to Thursday, the third. So uh, where was I at? Oh, yeah, driving with the brakes on, driving with the brakes on. So, what is the timer at right now? Let's just like. An hour. We're, we're oh. an hour, but don't worry. The rest of the three days are really short. So, okay. So at the very end of the day, then the moon is going to oppose Mars um, in Virgo. So I'm just, I'm just thinking that like at the end of the day, it's another like emotional release. Like I said, if you feel like you're driving with the brakes on all day, try to tune into your emotions, try to feel the acoustics of where, of like what you're feeling. And then by the end of the day, you might feel like a big emotional release around this. And, and then you might feel kind of like some clarity of like, this is what I need to plan for. This is where I'm going. This is what needs to get organized. You know, this is where... I have power and where spirit has power. Cause I think that's a big equilibrium thing we're doing as well. Right. Like what we said, focus on what's what, what's working and leave the rest. What's not working to spirit, you know, being in that contemplative state, not be like somewhere between allowing, releasing and focusing, you know, dancing. Yeah. With Pisces 12th house field. Okay, so Friday, August 4th, um, all I put here was that the moon is still in Pisces, and then it's going to conjunct Neptune by about 6 p.m. So just a very, again, kind of just take these same things from Thursday and just flow with it. Like maybe on Friday, you do get more meditative, you know, more in flow, more allowing, more receiving, just letting things kind of flow at you, see what happens, try not to control too much. I know that's going to be hard with the Virgo energy. But like just kind of trying to be more um, spiritually connected. Or maybe you use the Virgo energy only to embody it, you know, like let the spirituality come to you and then let the Virgo energy say, how do I embody this? How can I make this more physical? Does that make sense? Yes, but my brain or something in me wants to say, take action. Yeah, I think that the reason why is because of like that embodying, like, I'm trying to think of a good, like, let's say that you're one of those people or you really believe in meditation. You're like, I, and you preach it all the time. You're telling everybody they should meditate, but then you yourself aren't meditating every day. You know, like okay. embodying these things. So, and it's like, I think of it as embodying spirituality. I always okay. think of Virgo energy as like Jesus energy because Jesus is the human incarnation of God. You know, you are the human incarnation of God. How can you embody your spiritual principles? Wow. I'm 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 gonna like opt out of this right now because I nerded out about 12th house moon shit too much yesterday so my brain is exploding right now <laughs> yeah I would have talked to you about that later yeah though. we'll do that later <laughs> um Saturday Saturday <clears throat> August 5th 
What? Sorry, nothing. Okay. Saturday, August 5th, the moon will move into Aries, and then the sun starts to square Jupiter. So we've been getting all these nice trines to Jupiter, and then the sun comes into square. This is a fake square because the sun in Leo is the self-expression and wanting to maintain this sense of self-expression. Meanwhile, Jupiter in Taurus is trying to maintain this like physical abundance, this physical manifesting kind of thing. So if we were to try to think of somewhere in the middle of that, especially with this Aries moon, I would say we're going to be leaning more into the fire energy here. So this is going to be very self-centered. This is your identity, who you are, all the things Leo, all the things Aries, right? And the only thing that might be getting in the way of that is your your need for material comfort and security. Okay. What day I'm, is this? This is Saturday. Okay. I'm going to keep my phone away from me on that day. Yeah, this is going to be a really good day for self-exploration, right? Creativity, manifesting. Yeah. And I think, okay. oh, there we go, manifesting. I think that's it right there. Like, are you manifesting from a place of self-expression, like who you are, you know? Or are you manifesting from a place of comfort, what you have? Ah, right? Mm, that's okay. the challenge. <sighs> I need to like write that down. <clears throat> I don't have anything to write. So I think it's like I am statements versus I have statements. Well, can you tell me that one more time? The I, what? The, I, the same. Just say it. I, I am statements versus I have statements. No, tell me the other one. Oh, are you manifesting from a place of from a place of who you are authentically or from the material comfort that you have. And we want to be manifesting from what we have. No, what we are. So this like makes me think of like, maybe you're sitting there and you're like, I really want this nice new car. But meanwhile, in the back of your head, you're thinking, I really should quit my job because it's not who I am, right? What's going to take precedence? You you saying, you know what? Not right now, new car. I got to start a whole new fucking job because I'm trying to manifest things that are in alignment with who I am as a person, not just because I want a new car, you know? Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, you literally, like, that's a legit thought that I have to have right now. <laughs> yes okay that's yeah. big shit yeah okay also and also too because remember uranus is in taurus so that's reminding us that like anything's possible you know fucking that new car is still gonna be there some way somewhere down the road maybe who fucking knows anything's possible anything could happen but right now let's just focus on who you are and what is in alignment with you yeah Okay, so Sunday, last day, August 6th, um, the moon will conjunct Chiron at 7 a.m. Now we're hitting all those Aries placements, right? So, and then later, so it's going to start the day conjuncting Chiron, and it's going to end the day 
conjuncting the north node the north node so literally you're gonna wake up on sunday and you're gonna feel your fucking pain you're gonna feel your wounds you're gonna feel your trauma you're gonna feel all the times that people have told you that you as a person you yourself was not worthy was fucked up was strange weird different not accepted all the times you've had to suppress who you truly are to fit in or to be loved or to be accepted you're going to take all of that and you are just gonna fucking feel it because by the end of the day you're gonna be faced with what you're gonna fucking do with that where are you going with this are you just going to sit there and let it all eat you alive and continue to fucking build your armor up around you? Or are you going to go somewhere with who you really are? Are you going to use that pain to heal others? Are you going to use that pain to express so that way you can bring, like if you express your pain, that's how you build community. Because you're being vulnerable, that allows other people to be vulnerable. People are like, holy shit, I feel that way too. Oh my God, me too. Next thing you know, you realize you're not all alone. There's a plenty of other people out there that feel just like you, but no one's going to know that if y'all keep just keeping shut up, you know? <laughs> um, this is exciting and this is big stuff and this is a lot. So I understand that it's going to be a lot for people. Um, 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 you said this is Sunday, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, the one thing that keeps coming to my mind for some reason is uh, like, I think I must've been like 13 years old and I, uh, mind you, I knew since I was four years old that I was a twinless twin. That's when I found out, um, whatever. Anyways. So when I was 13 years old, I remember just starting to like research, like, are there communities of twinless twins? Like, are there like groups? Like, cause this was when the internet was just starting. So there was like blogs or chat rooms or something, you know, like whatever. Um, but just to like have another human being that has that pain, that like whole, um, I was speaking about this with a client just this weekend. I had a session where, um, she this this client was adopted and never met their biological dad so that and in he passed so it's the same kind of like hole that pain you know um it's definitely different because it's a dad and you go your whole life thinking oh my god dad stuff but and I went my whole life thinking like oh my god twin stuff but like whatever so that is what keeps coming to my mind. <laughs> and I'm bringing it up because it's like, um, this is big shit. You're going to want to try to find like support in some thing that you normally don't find support. And guys, People the internet, yeah. yes, there's so much on the internet now. Like you can... I'm sure now if I was to like research something on twinless, oh my God, I bet there's some, I'm not a part of anything anymore. You know, this is a good time to, to just talk about the fact that there is an app, um, called white flag. So if you go to your app store and type in white flag, basically, um, 
you can, like, if you just really need someone to talk to, it will ask you what you need to talk about. And then it will pair you with someone who's been through that shit, like intentionally. So that way you have someone to talk to about whatever the fuck you're going through. Good. Sweet. Or find support groups or find whatever, you know? Yeah. You know, and you just also brought up something that that makes a lot of sense for us having Aquarius placements. First of all, I just realized that my Saturn's right on top of your sun, which makes so much sense because I'm very satirian towards you about you fulfilling your purpose, right? Because it's like, it's my Saturn energy mixed with your sun. I'm like, this is what you're here for, Claire. Like, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but also secondly, I think it's why me and you kind of feel bombarded by the collective a lot. People um, are like, like we kind of are playing that role of support network for everyone, no matter what, you know? Yeah. So if you are an Aquarius and have Aquarius placements, maybe be thinking of that too. Like this is actually a time for you to be putting yourself first. So stop like being that person, like stop being fucking 25 support groups wrapped into one person. You are not that, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Are we done? Yep. Oh my gosh. All right. So let's do the tarot. The first card of the normal tarot deck is, oh no, eight of coins. So it's a eight of pentacles. The eight of discs invites you to take special care of all aspects of your life. You have planted the seeds in the past and now they're growing. This early stage of sprouting is a very important time to tend to the garden of your heart. Make sure all of your projects and relationships are nurtured and cared for so that they can grow and blossom into the bright and beautiful creations that you always intended them to be. Okay, so it's like the diligence. It's a Virgo. Oh, that's why. Okay. And then I felt led to do the native spirit. Um, I have warrior of the heart. All right. You have the radiant spirit of a warrior of the light. Be impeccable in all of your actions, no matter what others believe. The creator always knows the truth. This isn't the time to be timid and pull back immense courage is filling you throw your shoulders back step forward and take a risk be willing to live life from your heart rather than your mind honor your truth speak up for yourself and your native spirit wants you to know that the greatest native warriors weren't the ones who wounded the most people they were the those remarkable beings who had such personal power that enemies lay down their weapons rather than fight there are times in life to step back and even times to walk away, but there are also times to stand up for yourself and less and those less advantaged. Don't allow yourself to be limited by your belief system. Courage doesn't mean that you aren't afraid. Fearless means just that fear less acknowledge that you are frightened and take action anyway. Face your anxiety and go beyond the boundaries of the limited perceptions of yourself. 
through your example, people find and act on their truth. You are a light bearer for others. Jesus, fuck. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. I'm going to read this. The journey. Oh, this is the one. This is perfect. Okay. List everything that you are afraid of. Then next to that list, write every reason why it's important to overcome that fear. So in other words, what does that fear cost you? Mm. Then make a list of the various ways that you can overcome that fear. So this is something I did in 2020. Because it came up for like a daily or something. I don't know. Oh, God. Okay. I just got, that's a big deal. All right. Then the next one is the Saturny. Saturny. Okay. Saturn is known as the great ruler, the author, nope, authoritative father, and the structuring force. Limitations, rules, logistics, and laws all fall under Saturn's claim, and they insist on our adherence. Saturn constricts, it corrects, it governs. The force of this planet is mind-boggling, frustrating, especially for creative types. As it can feel like one limitation after another, yet its ability to support is unmatched. No creative project can come to be without the Saturnian qualities of commitment and endurance and steadiness. The tick of the clock reminds us of this planet's steadfast presence, eternally measuring It's no surprise that it is associated with the metal lead and the qualities of destiny and weight. To embrace Saturn is to embrace the foundation and become one's own central authority. It's not as dull or easy as it sounds. That's Saturn's secret. God, I feel like that was so powerful. Yeah, no, I love that because I think that just to kind of remind you guys, Pluto in gate 60 is literally like the gate of limitation and about Whoa. like, you know, accepting what or being grateful and optimistic about the things that are working and then let go of what's not working, remember? But then Saturn, the ruling planet is in Pisces, which is that, that to me, that is that inner authority. Yeah, that's like, fuck whatever authority is out there. Like, how can you be your own authority? Like, how are you have, how do you have authority over your life? Like, you know? Oh my God. Okay. Uh, Hang on. I'm going to finish reading this and I got to tell you a story. Okay. Saturn is deeply related to time and chronology. (laughs) Whatever. It is linked to the Greek God Kronos and the father time. Consider your relationship with the clock today. And above all, don't be late. Um, Ironically, and to the amusement of anarchists, everywhere the authoritarian energy of saturn is said to reside in the middle finger okay so to go deeper you can read the poem the core of masculinity by rumi and to ponder silence as a power 
I just had this whole thing also just come to me about the time thing. Um, when it, when it said that, okay. So like, think about it this way, you know, that you only have so much time to live your life. So that is what motivates you to do everything that you do. If you, if you were, um, what's the word when you don't die? Um, what zombie mortal, if you were immortal, oh. you were immortal, then you'd be like, you know, ah, eh, I'll paint that picture later. I got time. I can do that. I can get to that in like 10 years. You know what I mean? So like the fact that we have time, that we have limitations, that we have constraints is what makes us creative because we have to figure out how to dance around that or dance with that, you know, or be motivated, wow. have that light up under our ass to do things. I have to, I have to tell a story really quick. So, um, hang on, I'm trying to find it. Um, it wouldn't be on here. It would be on. So this, like it was Thursday. So last week I had a sleepover and my friend Amy slept over and we, for some reason, had intent of trying to figure out what does discipline mean? Mm -hmm. So um, one of the big things that came up was that we don't really want to know what discipline is so much as we want to know how to be self-disciplined. Um. And we ended up finding some, some fucking article. Hang on. I think it had like six. Did I even take notes? Let me see. No, I did not. I did not take notes. I was... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> riding it yes so but i think that there is there was like six things of so here's there's five right here it says acceptance let me see if this is it come on come on no but it says uh acceptance willpower hard work, industry, and persistence. That is not what it was. No. But anyways, I, I just the, the simple fact of uh, that I literally had a whole night dedicated to, because it was mainly for her. Like, she's a Leo. She also has a Taurus moon, Aquarius rising. So this is it and her right now. Um. And the self-discipline of how, why it's important. And because she was all like, to me, like, Claire, you are so routine. You get everything done. You blah, blah, blah. Um, and she's like, how the fuck do you do this? How do you have that self-discipline and blah, like whatever. So I went into it thinking like, I'm going to be a fucking badass and be like, oh, I got this. I, I'm so self-disciplined. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope. No, no, no. The shit that we learned, I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe that I'm not self-disciplined at all. And we all need to kind of like figure that out. But that goes back to that inner authority of the Pisces energy of 
we got to take care of us first and then figure out the rest. I mean, I could go on and on. Okay, so anyways, let's go back to the tarot because this is a fucking ginormous podcast. So the Eight of Coins was... I don't even fucking remember. Hang on. Oh, yeah. The diligence. Due diligence. Did you ever like send me that? working on all the things. <laughs> I'm Do so you. fucking ADHD today, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a TikTok about this guy that was making fun of his wife, how she says due diligence. And she, he was like, Dude, da, 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 da. what did you fucking say? Dude, da, 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 da. Like, it's so fucking funny. Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That one was like about tending, tending to the things that matter, right? Tending to all the mm -hmm. relationships and whatever that matter to you. Nurturing the things that you want to bring into fruition. Yep, M nurturing all of that. And then the warrior of the heart um, was huge. That was a fucking, oh my God. Oh yeah, that was the fear. So list everything that you're afraid of, that one. Okay, so it's feel the fear and do it anyways. So this is tending to what we are already doing and all of that. Feel the fear and do it anyways. And then we have the Saturn that is that inner authority yeah where we're getting so can like we have to figure this out we have to stop figure being out stop being yeah. distracted by oh meaning how shit. fucking perfect that was a goddamn tie it all up yep okay be here now mm -hmm. oh yes you may have adhd and be all over the place but we gotta stay in the presence keep bringing it back keep bringing it back yeah and if you have adhd my best advice for this is to set timers like my fucking phone has so many timers for so yep. many i even have one now that is just a like every hour it's like be mindful restart because another thing i used to do was like that all or nothing thing like if i fucked up my day the whole day was fucked up not now it's like nope just the last hour was fucked up back on track you know good job i used the I I I have timers on her. That's what I do. Whatever and now, works. yeah, that works for me because it's all over in my house. Things will go off wherever I am. It even goes off on my phone. Yeah, it's nice. But then also, like, I think it's also one thing I'm, like, realizing is also super important to scheduling time where you don't do that. You know, like, yeah. maybe one day a week where you are not on any schedule yep. and you just completely free flow. So I think this whole week we're kind of learning the, the balance with that, you know? The dancing. Yeah. So, guys, if you need any help with the structuring through life and all of that kind of stuff, we could definitely help you. Um, we have all kinds of combined stuff that we are doing together. Our soul coaching, sacred soul coaching. Ah, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, guys, this is just, we will be able to be coaching you in any aspect of your life. Um, uh, especially if you have any gifts or, um, Let's say you want to tap into your spirituality a little bit more, or like I know my specialty is with grieving. So if you have some grief that you need to be working through, um, anything, anything, uh, 
So we can definitely make some goals and go through that. And it's all based off of human design and astrology and all kinds of stuff. It's like fucking science that we, how we do it. So Erica's a fucking genius. Um, it's amazing. And um, that's our sacred soul coaching. And you can check all of that information out and it's below. Um, we are still running our medium party, our sacred seance um, special. So guys get together with your friends this like have a party invite us i will be 100 percent honest with you right now my october is already so if you were wanting to do something for spooky season and close to spooky season maybe we have some openings in the beginning ish of october but mainly september ish guys this time to be booking the shit um this is a good time to like if you're gonna have family in in town for holidays you want to have a medium party let's bring grandpa too and we be the entertainment (laughs) so like do parties book your parties that's that's what the sacred seance is if you would like to connect to your passed away loved ones connect psychically a little bit of astrology a little bit of human design we kind of mix it all together and it's becoming the fucking funnest thing in the world I it love really it. is like mm-hmm. I just gotta hype that up too like just we have really found our fucking flow with each other yeah. and I'm so proud of us and I'm so oh. excited Ugh. yes um so yeah all of our services and everything is everything is going to be linked wherever you're listening to this so please 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 like and share um take advantage of the specials um reach out to us if you have any questions <clears throat> I'm done Okay, also on YouTube or wherever, if you find this podcast valuable, um, please consider giving it a like, subscribing so you never miss out on our upcoming videos, and share it with your friends. Like, share it with your family, share it with your grandpa, share it with whoever. Whoever you think would also love to hear what we have to say. And also, we would love to hear any feedback that you might have for us. You can send us an email that's also linked below, or you can also comment down below. And I think that's it. Thank you so much for all of your support. We really love you guys. We really love doing this. We are just having so much fun. And I'm just, I am just so fucking grateful for all of it. Yeah. I love doing this. this I is know. Great. I This is a good time. Thank you. Thank you for putting up with this long one. How long is it right now? an hour and a half it's all good also too like you know you know fast forward through all the ums and the pauses (laughs) (laughs) yeah if we had somebody actually editing this it could be better yes but um this is what it is right now you're hanging out with us and it's fine so uh that's it we love you okay bye